0: the lost potential of glee just bubbles up out of nowhere and i think this is why we're never going to be happy
1: no it's it's so much lost potential
0: i think we're going to be 70 years old and a song is going to come on whatever version of radio still exists in the wasteland of the united states over the (laughs) over the cables buried in the depths of nuclear winter and we're going to be like this fucking song should have been a clean song Are listening to Glee on the Rocks. Hello, welcome back to Glee on the Rocks. I am Emily. And I'm Mandy. And before we get started on this next episode of Glee on the Rocks, we have, I guess, some housekeeping, I think is the appropriate term. Um, we just wanted to remind everyone that uh, we will be doing some rebranding as Fandom on the Rocks. Um, You might have seen some Instagram posts or some other posts about what we are doing. And that is we are uh, expanding our little podcast
1: uh, cinematic universe. Which we've been doing for a while. We just decided it needed a name to reflect that now.
0: Yeah. Um, And this is because there's more that we want to uh, talk about on the airwaves than Glee and Supernatural Encompass. And we felt like the best way to do that was to make one Instagram channel instead of trying to make a million uh, because there are three of us and uh, that was just not going to work. No. So um, the Patreon account has already been updated to patreon.com slash on the rocks. Um, but everything else is the same there. It's just the name and the beautiful um, artwork that has been yes. updated to reflect us and our purple.
1: <laughs> I do love our new branding images, too.
0: I do, too. Um, yeah. Honestly, that was a lot of hemming and hawing on how, to, yeah. on how to do that. And I think it turned out really well. Yeah. Um, we are also going to change the at handle of the Instagram to Phantom on the Rocks um we just need to pick a, a date and a time to do that yeah. it's nerve-wracking and scary and we just haven't done it yet but we will and then all posts will coalesce onto that one instagram um if we could combine the supernatural on the rocks channel uh instagram and the glee we would but apparently you can't do that so yeah that's annoying it is annoying you can't just like merge accounts um There's probably some sort of privacy rules about making people follow you where they weren't following you before. Yeah, so we'll be doing that. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, we have already set up a Fandom on the Rocks channel, which is fantastic because now the two shows exist underneath the one channel. And that is how we're going to operate over there on Apple. Um, Spotify does not do that yet, so we're trying to figure that out over on Spotify because they're behind the curve there a little bit unfortunately. Um YouTube, same thing. It's now at Fandom on the Rocks and slowly uploading the podcast there, although our Glee episodes contain quite a bit of copyrighted material. So um, also
1: still no video. We're still no video. Jam- it's not our jam. So you no. don't it's, get too it's, excited about you know, it's,
0: it's just the podcast cover image on yeah. YouTube. So like Chill, but getting like Supernatural uploaded there because there's not copyrighted material to deal with there. Um, yeah, so we're super excited about it. There will be other shows that we want to put together, um, other topics that will have their own, own jam that won't just be Glee. Yep,
1: But don't and, worry, we will be finishing Glee because we are eternally chained to it.
0: Oh, yeah, it doesn't
1: go away. Yeah.
0: Just other things get added on to it. Much like the storylines on Glee. Yes. They don't get finished. They just get other things added on top of them. Um, so yeah, that's where we are If you ever have questions about what we are doing, you can find us on our various channels or email, which is still currently Glee on the Rocks podcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can smoke signal us. Someone will find it.
1: Yep. Um, I personally prefer carrier pigeons, but I will keep it as a new pet, so...
0: Yes, they uh, will come back. To. A,
1: yeah, don't send a carrier pigeon if you want to get it back. No. The question will be found. The answer will not be returned. Yes.
0: And we all have cats, so. Yeah, that's true. RIP to the pigeon. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're super excited about all of this, uh, and we hope you are too. Um, so I guess with that, we will dive into this next episode of Glee, which is season four, episode 17 Guilty Pleasures.
1: Yes. Also, B is just temporarily not with us. Uh, she's actually off having a really real job, I think. Apparently, yeah. I don't understand. Nah, neither.
0: We say that as if we don't have jobs.
1: Yeah, we do. We just you know. ours just
0: didn't coincide with this one. Yeah. Yeah, she will return to the next episode, which I don't even remember what it is, but hopefully, it's a good one.
1: Yeah. But it's glee. What about but- this one? Just overall, did you think it was a good one before we get into like the bio stuff?
0: uh i mean it it includes a storyline that i just don't like yeah so like you know meh yeah. uh but it was fine i mean some of the music was pretty good but there's there's definitely storylines in this one where i'm just like why yeah. why actually there's a lot of storylines in this one where i'm like i agree why now that yeah. i'm recollecting what i just watched um The quick rundown is the members of the new directions tackle their musical indulgences, the songs and groups that everyone is too embarrassed to admit that they love this episode aired March 21st, 2013. So what is that? Is that uh, eight years ago now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sure.
0: And then uh, following this episode, there was a three week hiatus with, Oh, the next episode is the shooting star. Okay. So yeah, that's the next one.
1: Uh,
0: um, uh, cool. Uh, and the director of this episode is Eric Stoltz, who we love, who has directed some fantastic episodes of Glee, including blame it on the alcohol. Oh, yes. And big brother.
1: I'm glad you said that. Cause I actually didn't remember which ones he'd done, but like, yeah, quality. So it, this is, this is not Eric Stoltz's fault.
0: Um, no, I, you know, I would not say that this episode ranks in my top 50
1: i agree with that like some of the music i forgot all of this music was in this episode like some of the music it's real bops but Mm -hmm. it doesn't save the episode
0: it does not um i guess we have to start where it starts and that is sam and blaine yeah um blaine continuing his really unnecessary crush on sam and for the blam fans out there like you can be wrong and that's okay
1: yeah yeah we allow it it's
0: allowed, I'm sure there are things that we like that are abhorrent to you, and that's acceptable as well. Blaine wants to give Sam $50 because he saw Sam taking food from the cafeteria, and wants to help him out because Sam's family is still struggling. Um, Although Blaine does have a great line in here of, hunger is a big problem in the country, but so is obesity, which is confusing. Now another show might take a moment and reflect on why this is such a problem.
1: Not this show. (laughs) Not this
0: show. No. No, no. That uh, children can be hungry in a school that provides, that should be providing free meals, but you know, that's fine. Um, But what it is, is that Sam is making macaroni art as his guilty pleasure, a thing that he has never mentioned before (laughs) and is exceptionally talented at.
1: (laughs) I mean i will say the continuity of sam's family having money issues y- you remembered something that a character did in the past good job but also like macaroni art macaroni
0: That's, art yeah about it. I, so is this wet macaroni or is this dry macaroni because is is he just taking dry macaroni from the cafeteria somehow
1: i feel like it has to be dry macaroni right like
0: i, I would not be slapping wet macaroni on a exactly, piece of paper
1: exactly, yeah
0: and then why does this school have so many different styles of pasta available yeah yeah really i mean he did
1: have quite a lot
0: there was a variety of yeah macaroni and rigatoni and just really going all out um he did uh he did create artwork of kurt Mm -hmm. to which blaine says the macaroni really captures him
1: that was like one of the things from the episode i actually remember it as you know the it was a big gif on tumblr it was yes Um, But, you know, because of this,
0: Sam wants Blaine to reveal his guilty secret because now they have somehow shared an intimate moment here of guilty pleasure macaroni art that he has unwittingly shared, I guess. Unable
1: to come up with anything else, Blaine says that it's the band Wham. So. Launched a whole thing. Mm -hmm. For... I guess for Blam and also for Darren and Cord, who really embraced the, the Wham.
0: Yeah, they did. Um, they perform, uh, well, as their characters. They perform Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. Really went for it. Also wearing the Choose Life shirts, which I thought was a choice.
1: Yeah, I was a little confused by that.
0: Yeah, I was too. I was like, well, that's an interesting costume decision to make for this Am show. Am
1: reading into this? I mean, clearly, I don't think they were taking a like anti-abortion statement but that's just like what that phrase
0: i know is yeah now. i know i thought that was an odd uh they <laughs> i know it's from the video mm-hmm. um but it was it was startling especially now in 2023 when they yeah. pull off their their um <laughs> their I almost said their jumpers like where am i They're uh their hoodies and they've got bright shoes life shirts on like okay hold mm-hmm. on white men put those back on yeah Uh, is is this even remotely a guilty pleasure to like wham
1: i don't think so
0: this is just because blaine couldn't come up with anything else to say i this is this is incorrect on blaine's part but the song was fun you know they do the whole 80s the 80s thing tumblr really um really got to dine off of these gifts throughout uh throughout the tenure here so so good for them the glee club was going to take the week off but because Mr. Shu is out with the flu, I do not remember what Matthew Morrison was doing at this time, that Mr. Shu needed to be out with the flu.
1: Yeah.
0: But Sam and Blaine felt the need to snitch and lead the Glee Club instead of letting everyone have a break.
1: Of course. Um, Blaine, I get that from. Sam does not seem like the type who wants extra work.
0: No, absolutely not. Blaine does a whole spiel about how, uh, what is it, nationals? I always forget. Regionals, sectionals, nationals, whichever one is coming up. As if they've suddenly remembered that they have real work to do. Uh, I did appreciate the call out to the Vapo rape. Yes. Even if it doesn't forgive the scene, uh, it still happened and it was a travesty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But what they want is to become a more cohesive group by sharing their musical shame. And this is why they perform Wake Me Up, um, Before You Go Go, is like this is a sharing musical shame. And we're going to bond through this.
1: It's not like the worst idea, right? Like it's not, I think it's a naive idea. Cause I don't think anyone's really going to put their guilty pleasures out there if they're that bad.
0: No. And in the end, really only one of them kind of does. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and really get some shit
0: for it. Really, really takes the cake on a, a guilty pleasure, um, yeah, which we can too. either get to now or come back around to.
1: I mean, we could go ahead and get to it now cuz it's a fairly minor part of the episode.
0: Yeah, Jake's Jake his uh guilty pleasure is apparently a Chris Brown song.
1: Yeah, and like I I again, like I'm like he's the only one that really understood the assignment, mm-hmm. but also wow.
0: Who <laughs> damn. He's yeah. He re- I mean, it really is a guilty pleasure in that you're listening to the music of an
1: abusive asshole, and they they shame him out of doing Chris Brown, so he does Bobby Brown instead. <laughs> Which I was What's like,
0: that? fucking hilarious, yeah. because like Bobby Brown is not innocent and in anything either. Yeah, and no, he picks such like a funny song to do of my prerogative, right? Mm-hmm. Like. When you listen to the lyrics, you're like, "Did he do this? On- he did this on purpose, he right?" He Absolutely did, yeah. And and on and if you even talk about like guilty shame or guilty pleasures, like I actually really like the song, mm-hmm. like <laughs> and he does a good job at it, yeah. But fucking Jake is out here victim blaming Rihanna for going back yeah. to Chris Brown, which is what half of the country was doing when this whole thing went down. Yep. Yeah, it was a it was actually a really interesting storyline to have on this show that does not often take a nuanced look at gender dynamics Mm -hmm. and race dynamics uh and i don't know if they fumbled it or not i'm (laughs) not entirely sure because it's not like it's not like jake knew about bobby's uh, let's go with let's go with issues yeah and then you know they're talking about going through these other artists you're like but but they did a Michael Jackson tribute episode.
1: Right. The double so, standard there is a little yeah. intense.
0: So you're like, okay, they okay, we should not be celebrating Chris Brown or Bobby Brown. Totally get it. Um, you did do a Michael Jackson tribute episode.
1: So they also did hold on, wait. who did no air with Jordan Sparks?
0: That was um, Finn yeah. and Rachel.
1: Yeah, um Chris Brown's on that song. I know. So this like, is not the first time.
0: <laughs> wow. And that was back in season one, right? Yeah. So had he done what
1: had he done what he did by then or was that afterwards? Yeah. I think he'd already done it. Hold on, what's the timeline? Okay, 2009 was the Grammy Awards where she left with injuries. And so maybe, maybe not.
0: The first season of Glee was when?
1: I feel like this is a question I should know the answer to. <laughs> yeah, was it, well, was it 2009? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, this episode came out in 2013 and it's season four. So I feel like... Uh, seventh
0: se- it's the seventh episode of season one, which was October 14th, 2009.
1: Okay. And the Grammys was February 2009. Okay. Well... And it- <laughs> all right
0: we tried to go to bat for you glee you had seven months yeah to not do this yeah it's not even like this was this was probably not right that's how time works february comes yeah. before october right I think so. yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure. pretty sure yeah um okay well all right so yeah uh cool glee awesome this is what happens with this show every fucking time, right? Like, yep. Okay. Well.
1: Well, now we all know. We knew.
0: Yeah. So I, you know, <laughs> this fucking show. So Jake really was the only one who did the assignment. Yeah. Um, and he got reamed out for it, rightfully. Now Marley opts to forgive him in the end because, well, kicking him out of the Glee Club for performing a shithead song would really yeah. just. Be too rational. Because then you have to get into that whole argument of, well, don't we all listen to songs from people who've committed crimes? Like, like yeah, yes. sure do.
1: There's almost no way around that.
0: Yeah. Especially now when songs are produced by oh, everyone yeah. else. Like, Yeah. So you got us, Glee. No one's innocent. Nope. But uh, you did forget about your own... <laughs> So I guess (laughs) Rachel Rachel and Finn are cancelled. Because you can't really separate the art from the artist and that is um, why J.K. Rowling is a fuckface. Fuck her
1: and whatever this new series is. Which we won't be watching and won't be covering on Fandom on the Rocks. Nope. Because fuck that shit. Yep. No attention is the best attention for that show.
0: Yeah. Which is unfortunately
1: not what's gonna happen with it.
0: But anyway. Mm what else happens in this episode we've got uh britney and kitty mm-hmm. brit calls kitty out for being a bitch just like right to her face
1: um you know props though like santana did exist for years but i i guess she had the we're sleeping together mm-hmm. uh, exclusion clause
0: <laughs> yes yeah um i mean she's not wrong i mean yeah she's not Kitty has been calling Marley fat to her face. Yeah. And ruining her mental health for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Um and Britney really wants Kitty to like show her more vulnerable side to people and she's going to do that by coming on Fondue for two.
1: <laughs> I did appreciate the uh return of Fondue for two.
0: I did too. I I don't know that Britney needed to call uh Kitty a slut. No. Could have could have really stopped at like Everyone hates you for being two-faced. Yeah. Didn't really need to jump off the cliff with the end of that one. Um, but it's glee.
1: But it is glee. If they can go for the
0: easy, awful insult, they're yeah. usually gonna. They're gonna do it. So what Brittany wants to do is go back and forth on what their guilty pleasures are. Kitty's is a farting in front of old people. Hmm. Brits is yeah. uh, assuming that uh, white cats and dogs are racist. Which <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a very good, like... It's a glee answer, line. Yeah. And Lord Tubbington's guilty pleasure is Scientology. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Excellent lines. Love it. Kitty also reveals that her other guilty pleasure is that she is a fan of the Spice Girls. Again... Is this a guilty pleasure or is this just like excellent taste in music?
1: Yeah. They were were a massive, massive group. Yeah. That's not a guilty pleasure.
0: No. Uh, This does endear her though to Marley, Unique and Tina, which is of course the point of it. Yeah. Uh, But I feel like it's another cop out because there's nothing guilty here to like a, Mm -hmm. a world sensation like, oh, no, you like one of the top-selling artists of all time. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure Shame do. Shame. Um, but there's, you know, a little moment of them deciding which Spice Girl, Spice Girl, Spice Girl they should be. I, did you like the little back and forth of, like, them not wanting Unique to be Scary Spice just because she's black? Or was that like,
1: mm? I don't know. I It's one of those moments where I'm like, I feel like I'm not the one to have an opinion on this. Mm-hmm yeah <laughs>
0: especially because unique was like no i'll be scary." yeah spots. like unique wanted to be scary spots yeah so. i was like wait what's happening here yeah it was like i don't know if glee was trying to um be ironic about racism like yeah pointed out in a strange way of here's how hard people tried not to be racist that they're not that yeah. was a weird um, so they, they go ahead and perform wannabe dressed up like the Spice Girls. I really enjoyed uh, this. I did too. It was fun. I liked that their costumes weren't so... They look like costumes they could have actually pulled together. Yes. Because sometimes yeah. the girl group costumes are like, where did you... What What party city did you get these from that you could have... Yeah. How did you get these? Um, so I actually really like these. However, Artie calls out Kitty for actually looking happy during the number. Which is the start of <laughs> his little crush
1: how do you feel about that that pairing storyline thing
0: i don't care for anything that makes kitty happy that's valid yeah because up at least through now she's done nothing to redeem her behavior towards the other characters yeah now i don't know what she does in season six because i haven't seen it
1: Same. I, um, I have no idea where her character goes
0: yeah I recall there being people who are like, but she gets so much better in season six. And I'm like, but does she earn it? Yeah. Or is it just they start writing her as less of a cunt? Because yeah. Because that's different. Does she ever apologize to Marley for sending her into an eating disorder or no? Ugh. Oh, because
1: mean, those I'm are gonna, I'm going to guess that they just swept it under the rug. That's my feeling. But mm-hmm. we'll have to see,
0: because uh, I just I don't remember most of season five at this point, and yeah. I haven't seen season six. So, you know, there may be people who were like, you idiots, of course she apologizes. Yes. And like, all right, well, if she does, we'll get there. Chill. <sighs> uh, I just don't recall. But yeah. Wannabe is a great song. It's a lot of fun. Yes. And um, Marley always sounds amazing. And I always mm-hmm. wish that I had appreciated that more the first time around.
1: Yeah, she's very talented. I mean, yep. I feel like she absolutely has never gotten the, the Rachel attention.
0: Totally. Totally. she's
1: definitely like a high schooler with a good voice um, in a way that Rachel never was. Just As a yeah. general character, like, she sells it more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yep, and, yep, yep. And I guess what I'm saying is she's less parody than Rachel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. She sounds like a real person. Yeah. And looks like one because very we talked about this as we were going through those season seasons but um very quickly leah michelle started wearing like fashion makeup instead of yeah just i'm at school and want to wear makeup but her character wears so much makeup that you're like where are you going
1: (laughs) really i mean she wasn't like even though she had her like character style Mm mm-hmm her makeup was definitely like not high schooler. It's definitely not awkward, unpopular high schooler.
0: Yeah. Yep. Completely. So, uh, do we have anyone else in uh, in Ohio? I think that's kind of the Ohio. I mean, we can come back.
1: Yeah. So, um,
0: do you want to finish out Blaine and Sam or ignore them? I feel like we should probably finish out Blaine and Sam before we go to Neato. Yeah, we can finish that out.
1: <sighs> so, least favorite storyline of the episode.
0: Totally. So, um, Sam, uh, is this, I think this is the scene in the, in the locker room. Um, Sam has a big, Sam tells Blaine that he has a big shameful Mm -hmm. secret. Um, and Blaine just assumes that it's, that Sam has feelings for him, (sighs) buddy. No, why, why he's in love with Mercedes. Just fucking chill. Um, but instead it's that Sam is a fan which is that he likes Barry Manilow. Now, I'm assuming that some people listening to this podcast may be too young for Barry Manilow. But Barry Manilow was like a big fucking deal back in our parents' time. That's okay. He was like, I am going to say like singer-songwriter, um, not, oh, crooner? Want to go, would you say crooner, I think? yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of like an like an analogous singer songwriter type who would who would be like a Barry Manilow type, but I can't even think of one. But he did like, well, I mean you know it, Mandy. Yes,
1: yeah, <laughs> very familiar with that song.
0: Very familiar with Mandy and Copa Cabana and these other songs that are like standards now in yeah. the industry.
1: Very like lounge singer, lounge
0: singer. singer thank you. Yeah. Yes, lounge singer. Um, my godmother had vinyl records of barry manilow and apparently when i was like a toddler um the picture on the front like scared the shit out of me (laughs) so if they were left out like on the floor uh i would like run away from them i don't know why it was probably the hair i mean that that makes sense now i kind of dig it like his music's pretty good it's chill but yes uh you know blaine blaine takes a hit there Mm -hmm. thinking that sam was going to confess his undying love for him um
1: Tries it's, to play it off, fails miserably. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's a pathetic scene, and I hate it, and it has no purpose in yeah. Glee whatsoever. There is no need for this. Um, if Blaine needs to have a crush, Sebastian is right nearby. Yes. And would make also, more fucking sense.
1: It's like they were just floundering and desperate to like do something romantic with Blaine, so they give him yeah. like first a straight girl having a crush on him, mm-hmm. and then him having a crush on a straight guy. It's like the most cringe like non-love triangle Mm -hmm. like triangle of not love yeah
0: or like why not just have a crush on well i want to say like the barista but you know what i mean like or the guy who was at uh, the Mm -hmm. (laughs) the video store you know what i mean like yeah someone that you would see a couple times a week that catches your eye like someone that works at the gap maybe (laughs) Someone who works at the Gap, maybe, where he's had crushes before. <laughs> exactly. Just, like, revisit the scene of that past crime. Yeah. You know, do something realistic. Not his fucking bro that he's broed out with before, who's clearly straight and in love with Mercedes, and we do not need to pull this shit. It just doesn't make any sense. No. He's also absolutely not over Kurt. What is happening here?
1: He's not. This, this episode is, is, like, heartbroken blame erasure. Like, I'm just... <laughs> Assuming that he decided to go for distraction and denial because, like, yeah, being rejected by Sam is so much less painful.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, especially because it doesn't really happen. It doesn't come up again. It's not yeah. like he wallows over uh Sam being like, nah, bruh. Yeah, so Sam then has to admit his his love of Barry Manilow in front of the Glee Club and sings Copacabana
1: again. Is this shameful? It's not Not like it's it's cheesy, but like Blaine wears bow ties to school and carries juice boxes. No, Phil Collins is not embarrassing or I mean, it's not like a guilty pleasure or out of character for him.
0: Right. Yeah. So then so Sam comes after Blaine being like, you haven't been honest about your guilty pleasure. So Blaine is on the stage playing um, against all odds, which do you remember when the song choice came out? Oh, yes. <laughs> there was such a reaction. Oh, because so yeah. again, if, if you weren't there at the time, this was getting in to when the, the powers that Glee used to release the song list with no context. Um, and then they would release like 10 second bits of songs with no context and everyone was like well fucking blaine is singing against all odds to kurt or about kurt or it's gonna be a scene with a flashback to kurt and it was like oh it's gonna be so fucking romantic and it's be so great and we're gonna get a hint of reconciliation because there was stuff about uh kurt with his boyfriend arm and like oh it's gonna be so nice we're gonna start moving back towards kurt and blaine getting back together and yay and and then the episode aired and it was about fucking sam It was just like, it was, people were so pissed. It was infuriating. It was like, and it was this kind of shit where the anger was directed, not even at the show, but like specifically at Ryan Murphy. Mm -hmm. Where you were like, I'm sorry, what was the fucking point of this? To take it, because it started to feel like wasted songs. (laughs) Like, Like now it's like the... um taylor swift's eras tour like if she plays the song that you wanted at a different venue like well now now i'm not going to get that song at my show it's like well now against all odds is off the table and it's not going to be a curtain blame song fuck
1: (sighs) it should have been such a good curtain blame song i'm still pissed off apparently
0: i know it's still it still bubbles up it still comes back we're like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the lost potential of glee just bubbles up out of nowhere and i think this is why we're never going to be happy
1: No, it's it's so much lost potential.
0: I think we're going to be 70 years old and a song is going to come on whatever version of radio still exists in the wasteland of the United States over the the cables buried in the depths of nuclear winter. And we're going to be like, this fucking song should have been a clean song. But yeah, it was, (laughs) should have been a clean song. Should
1: have been.
0: There's probably a Spotify playlist out there called Should Have Been a Clean Song. And if there's not, someone make it and link it. There should be, because there's so many. Yeah, this this one hurt because it, it just yeah. makes no sense to play such a, like, and if you don't like Phil Collins, fuck you. There's no point not to. This is why it's not a guilty pleasure. It's not. It's not a guilty pleasure. And at this point in life, I don't even know that Nickelback is a guilty
1: pleasure. I don't think so. I mean, Nickelback you know? crossed territory into, like, nationally beloved meme.
0: Right, right like okay now maybe in 1919 wow 2000 (laughs) what year was this 2013 yeah maybe Nickelback would have been a guilty pleasure because we all hated them so much for no reason so maybe if someone had done Nickelback I would have been like all right guilty pleasure yeah because we all know the lyrics every single one (laughs) of us knows the lyrics to all of Nickelback songs and we all pretend like we didn't sing it in the car
1: they're inescapable
0: inescapable But Phil Collins? Nah, fuck you. We know the drum solos. (sighs) So anyway, Sam realizes, because he's not a dummy. Yeah. Which is nice. I like when they realize that Sam's not a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was Um, a nice perceptive moment where he was like, "Calling bullshit on that. Yeah.
0: That uh, Blaine's guilty pleasure is him. And he's not offended by it. And he just thinks it's flattering. And he wants to hug it out. Nice, nice way to handle it. It was a great way to handle it. And then the whole storyline is over. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Yeah. A wasted Phil Collins song. A, um, is that, uh, is that a roll of mints in your pocket joke?
1: Um, dude, um, please tell me that that is um, a pack
0: of Lifesavers in your pocket. Oh, yeah, no, they're they're breath mints. Oh, do you want one? Uh, yeah, sure. And, uh, which is really not saying much about Blaine's endowments if it's a roll of Mentos. Or whatever the fuck.
1: So uh, I do want to ask if you could have picked an actual guilty pleasure for Blaine what would it have been? Like a the genuine... Veggie Tales theme song. <laughs> See I was going to say messaging guys on Facebook. But...
0: <laughs> That's not a musical number. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> okay his actual guilty pleasure is um, 200 third count sheets
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be something you would have to feel guilty about Kurt would um, never stop shaming him tap water mm.
0: non-bottled tap water
1: I'm trying to think like of a musical one now decaf coffee <laughs> well that's that's actually just shameful <laughs> that's not a guilty pleasure that's just the shame is that he loves duncan <laughs> Fulger's instant coffee packets.
0: Oh, no. Do no, you remember when Starbucks had the instant coffee packets? Oh, yeah. He stashed those away. Yes. <laughs> For the dark times.
1: Oh. oh, I got it. His guilty pleasure is that he watches Sebastian's YouTube channel to listen to his music while he's getting ready to morning.
0: <laughs> yes. I love it. Sebastian plays covers of yeah. Disney songs. <laughs>
1: now we're crossing over into some like rpf territory some rubicon shit here yeah
0: (laughs) okay but see now i just want to watch that yeah the problem (laughs) i would watch blaine watching sebastian
1: do covers on a youtube channel
0: yeah and that's a crush that would make
1: sense yes yeah Oh, and it could have led to like a, a Sebastian Blaine duet.
0: Oh. Or, yes. or
1: a, I guess like a montage where Blaine is singing a song, but like Sebastian's only like, on the recording. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm writing this episode in my head right now.
0: That's fine. This is what we do. Yeah. Glee season
1: seven. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the TikTok era.
1: God. <laughs> I'm so glad Glee didn't. I mean, can you imagine Glee absolutely would have done the um TikTok if I show. were a fish song?
0: um i don't know what that is because oh. i don't tiktok
1: yeah it's it's everywhere now it is a cute song but it's everywhere right now
0: well when it hits instagram stories or instagram yeah. reels i'll see it well i saw it on
1: instagram for the first time today it was in some oh. story
0: okay well then i'll see it in a
1: day or two <laughs> yeah the actual full song just got released to spotify oh my god i hate when that happens. yeah God.
0: So some of these it, songs are only meant as 10 second clips yeah. don't make a full fucking
1: song it has breach containment oh god now it's gonna to be comment. on the news <laughs> yeah
0: <sighs> yeah i i don't i don't tiktok but i i do get them when they come to instagram reels
1: because i'm a right. fucking millennial if you don't take tic- wait I'm, I'm about to about to reveal myself here if you don't tiktok who is it that puts the tiktoks on Oh, it's it's me. I just don't then okay. I don't like look gotcha. at them. I was like, do we have a mystery TikToker for <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> that no, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I just throw them up there and then I like go away because I don't keep I don't like scroll through. I'll spend like two minutes like doing a little activity to make sure the account is yeah. active. But like because we don't do video, yeah. what the fuck am I gonna put up there that is Okay, behind the scenes talk for Glee on the Rocks. It's really hard to have an active TikTok account when you don't do video. Yes. But we don't do video because no. um, it's a podcast. And I still think podcasts are for voices, not faces. Yeah. And we just we just don't want to. We just don't want to. I
1: don't want to have to look nice. Nah. To talk. I am That's... in a pink nightshirt covered in strawberry hearts right now. Yeah. Nobody
0: needs to see me. I'm pretty much sitting in the dark and I haven't washed my hair in three days.
1: Like This is what podcasts are supposed to be about. It shouldn't yes. matter what the person's voice, like the person behind the voice looks like. Exactly. We, we're gremlins. We want to stay gremlins. We just vocally present more nicely. That was like the draw of
0: a podcast
1: was like, oh shit, no one has to see me. Beautiful.
0: Anyway, that's why Glee on the Rocks does not do video is that we're all gremlins back here except maybe for b who exists in the real world more than the rest of us
1: yeah he has a social life and looks nice yeah i don't i don't either i have tumblr (laughs) (laughs) this is a tumblr face yeah it's not a tiktok face exactly exactly yes (laughs) that's what our first merch should say (laughs) (laughs) this is a tumblr podcast not a tiktok podcast yes i love it if anyone actually would buy that let me know i will absolutely yeah. design it
0: we can put that on a t-shirt absolutely yeah. <laughs> it's amazing uh our guilty pleasure <laughs> is, uh talking too much about the randomness that we think about all the time um anyway what else is happening in this episode oh new york is happening in this episode
1: yep we haven't two new york storylines one is like a barely a storyline yeah oh, that's kurt right that's kurt yeah
0: yeah that's kurt's cute, shame is that he has purchased a boyfriend arm named bruce
1: see i would say that is a guilty pleasure yeah that's more. yes that is the thing one. that
0: you yeah. probably wouldn't tell someone is that you've purchased a pillow with an arm because you're lonely yeah
1: and named it bruce and
0: named it bruce um i would love to know where the name is derived from is this like yeah. Uh, an actor that he likes is this someone that he met at a coffee shop who he thought looked comfortable like where does the name come from well it's Um, sure as fuck not named adam it is not named adam and i think that is very important Mm -hmm. it's also not named something else yeah (laughs) <laughs> that is in fact a guilty pleasure slash secret yeah. and so we have two in this entire episode so far that we count as real guilty pleasures
1: and kurt has his found out yes um, and and reacts by not i mean you know he's embarrassed but uh decides to just spread the joy spread the love <laughs> does. yes
0: um santana wants to cheer up Rate well so the other thing here is that um, Rachel or Santana wants to cheer up Rachel um, by pranking Kurt, and they, so they go behind his little curtain, and that's how they discover Bruce the arm. Yes. Um, so instead of being mad, Kurt just gets both Rachel and Santana boyfriend girlfriend arms. Yeah. I appreciate his his gendered arms. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. nice of them.
1: He gives Santana's boobs and puts perfume and a dress on it. Yes, very, very nice.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Santana does then tell Rachel that Brody was a sex worker. Now, the language she uses is not great. Yeah. uh, Which is a thing that I hate about this show. No need to be name-calling. He has a job. And it certainly earns the house more money than the rest of them are making. Yeah. So as long as he is being safe and consensual, I don't really care what he's doing. Yeah. As long as
1: no one is getting hurt unconsensually. (laughs) I mean really the only thing the the only thing I think Rachel has a legitimate issue is that he was having sex with a number of partners and depending on what kind of protection they used maybe tell her that. Yes. Yeah, but, the lying is not great. But yeah, it's just like the the shaming like slut shaming, yes. sex worker shaming.
0: Yeah, I, I wrote down what a judgmental twat in my notes. <laughs> my notes. Yeah. Especially because she, like, straight up throws a wad of cash at him.
1: She does. Like,
0: fuck you, Rachel.
1: Uh.
0: And so Brody tells Rachel that about Finn flying to New York to beat him up and, like, <laughs> go full, I don't know, caveman on him. Yeah. When Finn is not even her boyfriend. And even if he was her boyfriend, that is not acceptable. Um,. And he know Finn knows that Rachel is still in love with Finn and that she had sex with Finn at the wedding. Yep. So, um, who's lying to whom?
1: Yeah. And he was, he was chill about it. I mean, I'm sure he didn't love it, but he also wasn't, like, shaming her about anything. No.
0: And not, like, throwing money at her for no reason. And I think that was his money, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, like. (laughs) probably was oh his money and like who who else is paying rent on this fucking place yeah no one else has a job um so i just i hate the way that his storyline is treated because it is super judgmental about
1: Mm.
0: uh i mean yeah so uh they break up and sing creep by Radiohead, which is just a weird transition. It's like they needed a song, but a song didn't fit, so they just did it anyway.
1: Yeah. It wasn't my favorite song of the episode.
0: No, it's not. I mean, I like when Brody sings, it sounds good, but it's this felt like, hey, we need uh we need another song in the episode. Um, yeah. Rachel and Brody, go. Yeah. Not I'm trying great. To think, trying to think what could have been a better song for them. Probably not anything by Bobby Brown no
1: <laughs> or chris brown no
0: so um i guess the end of the episode here is that they've broken up rachel's down in the dumps and wants to pick what she considers the best guilty pleasure musical ever mama mia
1: i enjoyed this one. Oh, oh mama mia here i go
0: This was great it was adorable they sing they the three of them start singing mamma mia together and then back in lima the rest of the glee club performs dressed like abba Mm -hmm. and it's a fun musical number everyone sounds great the song is tremendous um is mamma mia a guilty
1: pleasure no (laughs) like i don't know anyone who doesn't just like joyfully embrace loving mamma mia yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know what the opinion of ABBA was before the movie came out, but that movie's been out for a while. Mm -hmm. The definition of a guilty
0: pleasure is something that one enjoys despite feeling that is not generally held in high regard.
1: Yeah, okay. Mamma Mia came out in 2008, so it had been out for like five years at that point. I don't remember anyone not just like finding it very fun.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even... I don't even know what like... A guilty pleasure musical would be because they're musicals they're already a little like Neh. yeah <laughs> but they sound fantastic so
1: yeah and it's a it's a nice song to end the episode on
0: it is like i don't know hannah montana the movie maybe
1: <laughs> yeah um what
0: was... i i might side-eye adults watching
1: be like barney barney the dinosaur <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, okay, I do side-eye adults watching Bluey. That's true. That feels like a guilty pleasure, but that wasn't around in 2013. Yeah, I, mean,
1: I don't know what would have
0: been equivalent. What's the uh, the musical... Music, the musical, the musical... What is that? The uh, high school musical, the musical, the music the musical, oh, musical? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, adults watching high school musical. Is that a guilty pleasure? That's not great. I don't think That's it's a guilty
1: b- pleasure, though. Um, isn't, it, isn't it? I would say it's not a guilty pleasure, because so many people in, like, that age range and our age range uh, love it because it was, like, age-appropriate when it came out for them. Mm, okay. So I guess it depends, like, someone in their 30s loving it seems more fitting to me. Sure. I never watched it. I didn't either. I think we're gonna have to poll the audience about, like, uh,
0: what is your guilty pleasure? And, like, I don't even... Is there... Can we just... Get rid of guilty pleasures. Like, do these things even exist? Yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of the the episode here is Santana's fully welcomed into the, um, the, the hotel. Wow, brain. Into the, it's kind of a hotel. Into the apartments. Um, they're all gonna have to get some jobs. Uh, Rachel and Brody are broken up. Um, Adam is nowhere to be seen.
1: They really just fucked themselves over by losing Brody's share of the rent. They really did, yeah. Someone needs a job. Yeah, and he was slumming it with them. You know, he could afford better.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. And with like adults. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of the episode.
1: Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a meh episode. It's it was not my. It was a very straightforward in terms of plot episode in that everything actually related back to. The Guilty Pleasure, except for maybe the Britney Kitty thing.
0: Right. I think this is her Kitty's redemption arc and I just, I'm not into it because like you haven't earned shit yet. Yeah. Do more. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have a favorite song?
1: Um, it's a, it's a toss up between Mamma Mia and Spice Girls. Mm, Okay. Just, they were both fun. Yeah. And I I enjoyed that.
0: Mine's definitely Mamma Mia.
1: Mm -hmm. Spice Girls got me with the nostalgia. True. True, true. Right. But Mamma Mia was just really good, too.
0: It wasn't against all odds. So take a look at me now. Well,
1: there's
0: just an empty space. And there's nothing left to remind me. Just the memory of your face. Oh, take a look at me now. Well, there's
1: just an shockingly no
0: shockingly
1: one of the rare times we're not going to pick a blaine song i know
0: surprisingly um do you have any favorite lines
1: i feel like i said one earlier in the recording and i don't remember what it is now well then it wasn't that good was it (laughs) no i guess not (laughs) (laughs) uh oh the um the fondue for two um her cats uh, oh debington's guilty pleasure being scientology that was my favorite one you said it earlier not me
0: yeah, I like that one. I like uh, Blaine saying about the macaroni art. The, the macaroni really captures Kurt.
1: Yeah. I feel like you know, our our Kevin McScale is really failing. <laughs> it is. I mean, they're just like, he has nothing to do.
0: No, he really doesn't. Um, so I'm going to give him like a one for yeah. existing.
1: He he was physically present in multiple scenes. Yeah, he was physically present. Um, we got, got a like, paycheck. The- the little beginnings of an arc for him coming up yes with the kitty stuff so yeah i I say one is good just based on setup and existing and our um
0: clean pain decks clean clean pain desks well
1: i mean blaine clearly wasn't feeling that much pain uh (laughs) 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 i don't know i mean i'm gonna say it was low i liked the fact that kurt misses like cuddling with someone Mm -hmm. um so it's so like it. a two yeah maybe a two era i don't think it part, wasn't that but... painful so but we're still existing in breakup era yeah it's still the breakup era yeah uh two's good okay okay great okay well i think that's really the uh the episode it's
0: pretty yeah like you said it's pretty yeah. straightforward um the, the next episode is uh garbage And we're going to have to power through it because it's um, the school shooting episode. And if that's, um, I'm going to say trigger, even though that word has lost all meaning. Um, If that's an issue for you, uh, straight up skip it. Because at some point in American history, everyone will have experienced school shooting. So, um,
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. and I do think that we probably will try to get like that one out and then like the one after it fairly quickly. Yep just for anyone that does want to skip that because yeah yeah
0: so so it's not just hanging there by itself exactly yeah um yeah i remember this episode getting a lot of shit so
1: yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah no I, I don't think it was a critically no uh, embraced episode
0: yeah because we also got like the catfish shit happening and
1: mm-hmm.
0: not great um not super uh okay well not to wrap this episode on a downer note, more of a warning that the next episode has some potential content that uh, yeah. maybe you don't want to listen to, which I feel you. Um, so, yeah, so thanks for listening. Like we said at the top of the episode, um, we'll be transitioning into Fandom on the Rocks, uh, you know, as we go, because it's scary to change, but we're going to make it happen. So, for right now, you can find us at glee on the rocks on instagram but keep an eye out um if you want to support the pod you can do that at fandom on the rocks so patreon.com slash fandom on the rocks where you'll find all sorts of bonus content and episodes that are super fun um and if you want to subscribe to those same bonus content you can do that um at at our oh my god what is it (laughs) our anchor um spotify podcast Housekeeping is always hard to do. It is. Especially when the pod cats are in the way.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, my cat's going to have some input very shortly. <laughs> that input is feed me. Feed me, Seymour. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. And if you want to
0: tell us your guilty pleasure or anything, uh, you should do that. Uh, you can leave comments on our Spotify episode. There's a place to leave comments. And then you can also just like DM us or do whatever. You'll find a way. And then we will see you next time. And that's what you missed on uh, guilty pleasures. pleasures. (laughs) You've been listening to Glee on the Rocks, a podcast by OTR Productions. A huge thank you to our sound editor, Adriana, and our podcasts who secretly run the show. For more episodes, download us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Podchaser, and more at Glee on the Rocks. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can subscribe to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash Glee on the Rocks. Subscribers get ad-free episodes, exclusive mini-episodes deep-diving into the fandom, salty opinions, and so much more. So until next time, that's what you miss on Glee.